0: Hello, everyone. As you heard earlier, I'm Amy Baskett. I'm the curatorial assistant for two departments at the National Portrait Gallery, and we are in our 20th century Americans room for the late 20th century, covering from 1960, 50 to 2000. So it has a broad range, including the first Gulf War and Ray Kroc from the McDonald's fame. Up here, top, front, and center, you will see the photograph I'm talking about. It includes Janis Joplin and the Big Brother Holding Company, as well as the Grateful Dead. This was taken in 1967 on assignment for Look Magazine. The photographer is Irving Penn. He used his... Go ahead and come up, get close, see what you need to see. Um, I know it's a little high, but... um, Kind of fitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Irving Penn did this in his platinum print style, which instead of using silver for the silver gelatin print, which you see all around it, it um, he used platinum, which was a more expensive, more labor-intensive process. It required pr- precise timing to make sure each of the baths were done correctly so that way... The photograph was processed and you get this rich velvety color in the blacks and the grays and the platinum print is much more durable and fade resistant than the gelatin silver print. Um, Irving Penn was one of the longest tenured photographers for Condé Nast. We worked with them before World War II and then after World War II for several years. He was married to his wife for 42 years, which I find incredibly admirable considering the fancy people he got to spend time with and photograph with. Um, This was taken in 1967, published in 1968. This was about a year after Janis Joplin joined the band, the Big Brother and the Holding Company. She was only with them from 66 to 72 Um, and ended up leaving the band and doing several solo projects afterwards with essentially backup bands. They were never quite on the equal footing as she was with Big Brother and the Holding Company. Big Brother and the Holding Company got their name um, by combining two very different elements of their time. They were referencing George Orwell's 1984 with the Big Brother, And the holding company was kind of a sideways reference towards holding or having drugs. Um, And then the Grateful Dead started as the Warlocks and several members of the Warlocks had been part of Jerry Garcia's um, Jug Band something or other. It had a name that I wrote down so I wouldn't forget. which I obviously forgot. Janis Joplin propelled the Big Brother and the Holding Company to fame with her performance at the Monterey Pop Festival in 67. They had cut an album before then and several singles had been released, but it wasn't until after the Monterey Pop Festival that the album was released as a whole album. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1995, and the Big Brother and the Holding Company was not, which James Gurley was one of the guitarists in the band, felt very slighted. He understood the impact that Janis Joplin made, but he felt like she wouldn't have been able to make the impact without them. and So even though they played at her induction, they kind of felt left out from the whole party. The Grateful Dead, on the other hand, were very long-lived and were kind of a slow burn. Um, The Big Brother and the Holding Company hit the scene. They had their moment for several years. Then Janis Joplin had her career moment, and that pretty much ended after her death and the posthumous release of the album she had been working on. Whereas the Grateful Dead also played at the Monterey Pop Festival, and they were kind of one of those bands that people would talk about, and you'd buy the album, and you're like, eh. And everybody's, but you've got to see them live. And so you'd go to a show, and you're like, eh. But after your third or fourth or fifth show, you realize you've been doing nothing but going to their shows because you've seen them live once, but it's different every time, so you want to keep going. And there were several people that continued to keep going for years and years and years and continued to tour with the band as, and seeing them as often as they could until Jerry Garcia's death in 1995. Um, he had a wide-ranging impact on the band. He, as a youth, had been born to a musical father who was a professional musician prior to the Depression. He was a product of San Francisco. He was born and raised. He grew up in the Mission District and Marin County and all of the different neighborhoods where this scene was emerging from and where the beatniks were hanging out. He attended San Francisco, or he attended the Art Institute in San Francisco where in the 1950s Jack Kerouac and a lot of the other beats were performing at coffee houses in the North Beach area. So he kind of took all of his musical influences and all of the cultural influences that were blending in San Francisco at the time and continued to build on them and he would learn different musical genres from different people and he would find something that he really liked and he would immerse himself in the study of banjo music or the slide guitar, or country music, or R&B, and he would bring all of these together in a way that respected the music he was playing and incorporated some of these other genres without seeming like he was sampling them or just playing at playing them. There were some sets that the Grateful Dead would come out, and people were like, "Oh, these country acts! We don't want to hear country music." And then three songs later, they would be playing the Dead sound that everybody knew and loved from previous shows. Hmm. I'm thinking, Janis Joplin was from Port Arthur, Texas, and she shares that claim to fame with Jimmy Johnson of the Dallas Cowboys and Robert Rauschenberg whose work used to be seen also in this room. Um, and, I'm trying to think. Any questions? And if you haven't seen the Monterey Pop movie, see it, it's a wonderful. <laughs> the interesting thing about She's the- She's mar- like one of the first girl rockers. She is. is. Out there. It's just the Monterey Pop, pop. Did you have the quote? It's- I do have the quote. Um, the, nice, the great thing about the Monterey Pop Festival is a lot of ba- bands really didn't want to participate at first, and then they realized that they're having all of these great performances. Jimi Hendrix's performance where he's like, all right, you guys took our music, and I'm taking it back, and I'm taking it back with authority, and he did it on the stage at Monterey Pop, and it was her second performance that they allowed to be filmed at Monterey Pop, which... Some people say didn't have quite the energy or quite the luster as her first performance. So, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, we ha- there was this great quote that I had found of Janis Joplin, and I that she had given to the New York Times. And it was, people aren't supposed to like me, sing like me, make out like me, drink like me, live like me. But now they're paying me 50000 a year to be like me. That's what I hope I mean to those kids out there. After they see me, when their mothers are feeding them all that cashmere sweater and girdle, expletive deleted by the New York Times. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a second thought. But I'm sure if all of you guys knew Janice, you would understand which expletive she chose. Um she was a very fan, big fan of the word that ends, starts with F and ends with U-C-K and is not fire truck. <laughs> um, one of two English words that have those three, two things in common. Um. How did urban Penn uh, decide which process he was going to use? He came to it, as, he just trial and error. He was... Not trained as a photographer early on. He had gone to school to be a painter. And as he started working with the graphic designers at the different Condé Nast magazines, it turned out that nobody really wanted to take the photographs he wanted for his covers, so he started doing the photographs. And then he started getting more interested in the photographic processes and came to the platinum print that way. So, but he he probably didn't use that as much because it took... It took a long time, it took a lot more work if he, like he, did he did it quite a bit um, and it, um, there was, there's some proof that he went back with the images he really, really liked and then reprinted them mm-hmm. in platinum print. So you'll see some of his early work with later publication dates, uh-huh. later printing yeah, dates. So this one was actually printed in 1974, mm-hmm. even though it was taken. Yeah, it was taken in 67, it was published for the magazine in 68, okay. and then... He continued to work with his images. He did a whole series while he was in San Francisco that included the Hell's Angels, it included several of the hippie families, and other rock groups as well. So why were these two bands posed together? They were both part of the San Francisco rock group scene, and although many of the members from Big Brother and the Holding Company were not of... San Francisco, they didn't grow up, they weren't born and raised like Jerry Garcia was, they did have their start in San Francisco. A lot of these bands would play the local scene, whether it be the Fillmore Auditorium, or one of Bill Graham's shows that he was putting on, or at the Avalon, and um, they happened to be the two that came out of the Monterey Pop Festival that became household names and At the time, they were starting to build—I mean, Janis Joplin was the it girl, and Jerry Garcia and their band was starting to build some momentum, and Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead were a little more polished as musicians than Big Brother and the Holding Company was at this moment. Janis Joplin was also known for saying, I would rather have 10 years of something wonderful than 70 years of a whole lot of not much. And um, when Jerry Garcia was asked to describe his music, it was, "We make magic. Music is how we do it.": That's a great last word. Any more questions? <laughs> Thank we'll you leave you it very there,.: much. Thanks your very welcome. much.:.: great. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome.: Thank you all for coming. We'll be talking about.